Okay, good morning everyone. Shalom Aleichem. Baruchem Hope everybody's doing well. We're continuing in Mishnah Bura Daf HaShavua. We are now up to Simon Gimel. Sif Aleph. Simon Gimel, Sif Aleph. Lo yikaneach becheres. Do not wipe yourself with earthenware. Mishum Kshafim. Because of witchcraft. The use of earthenware for wiping engenders witch, witchcraft. Now we're going to see this might only be a problem regarding um, if it's in the field. In the field, there's more witchcraft going on. Don't use dry grass. Something that's flammable. It causes the uh, muscles in the area where one excretes to fall out. It causes them to uh, be harmed. Don't use the the chip, the pebble that your friend uh, used. So you would say, oh yeah, no kidding. You know, I need a halacha to tell me that. You know, it's not hygienic. More than that, it causes hemorrhoids. In case you didn't know, using the, the zach that your friend used, is uh, it causes tachtonias, it causes hemorrhoids. Says Ramah, Nowadays that our bathrooms are not in the field, the minug is to wipe with earthenware. Why? Because there's no problem of kshafim. There's no problem of kshafim. You could use earthenware. Because you save a lot of money. Why buy new new stuff? You could have the, use the same uh, thing. People spend a lot of money every year on uh, on paper for the toilet. The minute is we do use flammable items. I had said, we said before, Shinov hatachtonis noishroyis. No, ve'inon mazik, they don't harm. Upuk Go look what people are doing. If the uh, bottom line is, people are doing it and they're not being harmed, so uh, we're, it's safe. It says, Mr. Burus of Katan Yorches, va'afilu bacheres with earthenware. So the Mechabra said not to use it because of Kishof. Va'afilu hi chalaka. Even if it's smooth, and it does not tear the flesh, you should not use it because of witchcraft. If it's not smooth, and it has sharp edges, it's also dangerous. It could tear the teeth, the muscles of that area. Of your friend, don't use the item that your friend used. But what if you used it yesterday? So now, is it going to cause hemorrhoids? Oishe Yavesh, or your friend used it, but it's dry by now. Oishe Kinach Mitzaracher, or your friend, he wiped on the other side, so you just flip it over. Less lunba, that's not a problem. Obviously, these matters, um, you know, the hygienic expectations and standards today are, are different, and uh, in a sense, this is somewhat academic. Einon Basada, now, if this is not in the field, our, the Ramah says that nowadays that our bathrooms are not in the field, so the minog is to use cheres, and davar shahar shalepoi. There's no problem of kishav, l'chein motor becheres, therefore you could use earthenware. V'davkem hu chalak v'chanal, badavka if it's smooth, otherwise it's dangerous. V'davar shahar, the Ramah says nowadays we use uh, something that's flammable, um, now, says Rama, it could be 
flammable works for anything else other than grass. Avalinian but dry glass, dry grass. Even the Ramah would agree you should be machmer. Because they cut, it cuts the flesh. Please do everyone a favor. When you come out of the bathroom, please make sure that you leave it clean. Maybe your friend will come suddenly. And it's not right to dirty your friend. So please do everyone a favor. To do the next guy a favor. When you get up, make sure you leave a, cre- a clean place. Who said that? The uh, the CDC? No, Rabbi Kiva Eger. Where did Rabbi Kiva get it from? The Sefer Hasidim. <laughs> These are practices of, of saintliness. So being, um, of all the practices of saintliness, how about being considerate to something, somebody else? That's also a Minog Hasidim. Okay, Sif Yud Beis. Yipane B'tzniyas B'layla K'may Defecate in modestly in the night like it during the day. Don't say, well, the lights are off, nobody could see, so now I could be Megale more than Tefach Melofanov, more than, um, excuse me, Tfachayim Melofanov and Tefach Melachrov. Maybe I could uncover myself more than the legislated amount because uh, the lights are off. So no, you should be sonua during the night, like during the day. Says Mishaburah, Sivkatan Chavez, what's the lemer? Shalayigala atzma yosemayim, don't uncover yourself more than during the day. Shalayigala atzma yosemayim, don't uncover yourself until you sit. Uchahai gavna, ki lafanav yizrach ha-sheicha ka'ira. Because before God, darkness is like light. It's for you, because you have to be aware that that to HaKadosh Baruch there's no difference between dark and night. Therefore, one should be tzanu in the night as well. You don't have to distance yourself from other people, because for other people it's dark. In other words, if you're within the vicinity of other people, that's okay. Um, because to other people, darkness is dark. If nobody's around, you could defecate in the street. Just make sure you clean up after yourself. Just make sure it's not where people walk. You don't want people to get dirty. If people are around, even a Gentile, you cannot defecate in their presence. But to urinate, mutter afilu biyoyim, it's permitted during broad daylight, afilu bifnei rabim, in front of many people, in tzarch if you need to. She'en loy makoyim. What's very interesting, it's considered a bigger disgrace, lipanois, than lahashtin. It's considered more disgraceful to defecate in front of other people than to urinate. Even though technically, when a person uh, urinates, they're uncovering the, the actual erva, and there's a shayla. The Gemara Baruch has a shayla whether agvus, whether the back is uh, an erva or not. But now it's not a matter of the erva that's an embarrassment to other people. It's a matter of the process of excreting and gedolim is more of a bizayon to do so in front of other people. So uh, the dersha brings that nowadays that we have bathrooms everywhere then, uh, you know, do us a favor, don't take advantage of this Mishra Bura, Lahashtin, in broad daylight, Bifnei Rabim.
And therefore, Ramosha says in Yaradech, that every Yerushamayim should uh, take take it to the Beis HaKisei. Because since it's easy to do so, so it's considered like you don't need to do it outside. And therefore, Ramosha says, interesting thing, you know, some in some uh, Beis HaKiseis, by the... Uh, just for the sake of clarity, excuse me, the expression, by the urinal, there's no mechitza at all. You know, in some, they're not always makbid that by the urinal, there are partitions. So Ramosha says, if you, yes, the Mishnah says, if you're stuck, you're not required to be tsanua lahashtin. But we're not stuck anymore. If you can easily build partitions, you should do so. However, Ramosha says, if a person is stuck, you're on the road. Then you gotta, and a person has the urge and they have to go. They're allowed to go. Afilu bifnei rabim. Obviously, you try to do it in the most sanua way as possible. However, for a woman, it's considered more restrictive. By the way, he says, Bafilu bifnei isha. If a man has to be mashtin, it's permitted bifnei rabim. Afilu even before a woman. Misham deika sakantam yamanatsa. By a man, it's dangerous for their, uh, their system if they uh, restrain. By a woman, it's interesting. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. Um, but a woman should not urinate even in the even in the presence of a child. It's considered more brazen for a woman. Very interesting. Considered more brazen for a woman. But let's start it off to the side. Where she's not urinating explicitly in front of the Tinoik, less Lanba, there's no problem. Let's try to do Sif Yud Gimel, and we'll see if we could quickly read the Berlacha. Sif Yud Gimel. Lo Yashtin Mu'uma. Do not urinate standing. Because it sprays droplets on your feet. And aside from the fact it might be a problem for tefillah, if there are droplets on the foot, there, according to the Gemara, uh, people who see droplets on the foot, they may uh, they may suspect that a person's system is not working properly, and the person can't urinate properly. That means he can't procreate, and uh, the person can say, "Well, where did he get his kids from? They must be mamzerim." Ad kach. That's why a person has to be careful that when they leave the bathroom, their feet are clean. Unless you're standing in a high spot, so. Uh, if you're standing in a high spot, it's not gonna. If you're standing in a high spot, it's not gonna produce the same droplets on the foot. Or you're urinating into soft ground. What does that mean? Perush karkash in a basula. It's not virgin soil. In other words, it's uh, it's worked. It's plowed, so therefore it will become absorbed, and we don't have to worry about droplets. Says the Mishnah we're afraid people are going to say your your organ is severed and that your urine does not flow and it pours out so cannot have procreate they're going to say that your kids are someone else's it's from the Gemara Brachos it's a Gemara I, if, you know, I, maybe you'll say, what do you mean? If, if I'm not, if the person's not worried, they're not worried, you know? 
The answer is, what do you mean if you're not worried? What about your kids? We're standing up for the honor of your kids. You're not worried. That's your problem. But, you know, you're not uh, you're not the only person in this world. And uh, this is just uh, a reasonable behavior. Unless you're standing in a high spot. You don't have a high spot. And you don't have and you can't sit. You see, when you sit, then that alleviates the problem of the, the droplets on the foot. There's another thing you could do. To avoid droplets on the foot. You sort of prop up the organ through the beitzim, through the testicles, you prop up the organ a little bit, and this way it avoids, uh, it avoids droplets. Or you position the organ, I, but you're not allowed to touch the organ. We're gonna see that, a uh, person is not allowed to touch themselves over there. Um, especially if someone is not married, it's much more chamor. If somebody's married, then they have paspasaloi, there might be more leniency, but in, but otherwise, you can't even touch yourself. So you use a matlis of a thick cloth, even though we'll see later that the, the Mishnah is not so sure that we know how thick a thick cloth has to be. But if you don't have these eight size, you know, it's pretty amazing. Ad kedei kach, we go, we're so concerned with this chashash that uh, basically we say, um, we basically say, of do anything you can to avoid droplets on the foot. And if it somehow it happened that there are droplets on the foot, mitzvah l'shavshifah. It's a mitzvah to wipe them. Now the Mishaburah doesn't say nachayin. He doesn't say it's correct. He doesn't say it's toiv. It's a mitzvah. Not everything is a mitzvah. Not every good deed you do is a mitzvah. This is a mitzvah. To make sure your shoes are clean when you come out of the bathroom. Now, we're finished with today's share. Lamaisa, there's one more beer halacha. Now, I'm not committed yet to do every beer halacha. But I'm also not committed not to do every Beralacha. So I'm going to read this Beralacha. And if you want to go, you could go. If you want to just, you know, twiddle your thumbs or just humor me by staying on, that's also fine. But, uh, the last Beralacha is regarding, we said you're not to wipe with your left, um, your, you should not wipe with your right hand. Because your right hand ties tefillin. But what about a lefty? His left hand ties tefillin. So a lefty's going to wipe with his right hand. So now the Shaila is about a, uh, ambidextrous guy. What about a lefty? He writes with his left hand, but he does everything else with his right hand. The primagodim says he should wipe with the, the world's left hand. And meaning, he should wipe with his, with his, uh, left hand. Even though he's going to use, uh, his left hand to tie tefillin. We're not going to go after his hand that he writes with. Even though he ties tefillin with it. If he writes with his right hand and everything else he does with his left hand. Then it would depend on the various reasons why one wipes with one hand over the other. The Bechar Shor implies them. Yodai Hasmali Rogel Bixivas Divrei Kedusha Ve'enoi Rogel Laharis Tamei Toira. The Bechar Shor is Mashma that if his left hand usually writes um, Safros to the other Divrei Kedusha and he doesn't show this uh, the signs of the Sefer Toira, 
with it. Nechsheves etzlo yamin. That would be his right hand. And he's going to be tying tefillin with that hand. V'lo yikaneach. Well, you shouldn't wipe with it. El yikaneach b'smoel. Shaloi. Shu yamin kodim. He's going to write with his right hand. V'im koisiv v'divrei kedusha yamin v'rago bazef. Somebody writes divrei kedusha with his right hand and he's accustomed to that. V'in a rago laharis tamay tar. And he doesn't usually show the ta'amim of the Sefer Torah. Ushar Masav and everything else he does with the left hand, then he's like everybody else, and he wipes with um, the left hand. Harehu Kachaladim Umekaneach Besmal Da'alma, he wipes with the left hand of everybody else, which is the, the left hand. Meaning he's writing Devei Kedusha Biyamin, and he's Rogel, then he wipes with his um, small Da'alma. And if he writes with the right hand and everything else he does with the left hand, so then according to the opinion of the Prima Gadim, he is like everybody else. So uh, in general, if somebody is an outright lefty, they are going to wipe with... Well, a regular person wipes with the left hand. Someone who's an outright lefty is going to wipe with his right hand. If he does some in one and some in the other, then it depends what activity he, he what activities he does in which hand. Okay, Rabbi Yisai, have a great day. Shkoyach, we finished this week, and next week we begin Sif Yud Zayin. Kaltov.